Bad boy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You've tuned in live to the Flyers Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I'm your host, Mark Stewart, and with me is my partner here, Rob Hunter Jr. Before you jump in, I would like you to like, subscribe, and get the notifications on our YouTube channel. Um, we thank you so much for getting the word out. Growth is is unbelievable. Also, follow us on our social media uh, platform, any social media platform where Stat Lines Matter at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. So, oh, and more importantly, get the audio of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. So, And if we ain't on there, tell them to get it. Yes. And when you go in there, like give us the five-star rating and leave a comment. Please. Please. Comment. Yeah. We Say need some we shit. need all that stuff. Yeah, talk. Yeah. Let us know you Let out us there. know you're out there and we'll we'll shout you out on the show even. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. It's uh you know, we're a couple of days away, or at least a day away by the time this airs, uh, from some football. The last week uh was without football, uh, we just we got just over experienced it. it. So this oh. is um yeah, this is the week it all goes down. Uh, we got a preseason game, a Hall of Fame game. I don't even – I'm not 100% sure who's playing. I think it's uh, – I want to say the Raiders. Is it the Raiders in Jacksonville? I, I have no idea. I never know who's playing in that game. It just – It just – we know on. it's there. I've, I'm not going to lie. I've bet on probably the last three Hall of Fame games. How you, how'd, you, how'd you make out? Lost every time. Oh, well, all right then. Well, but it gave me like a real exciting like way and sure. Wow, when well, you put the money on the wood, yeah. everything changes. So <laughs> like, but I've lost. I think I've lost. But I bet you know I'm that guy. I bet on. Uh, so I mean, how do you do your homework? You know, <laughs> you're just guessing. You're, you're no, you know, it's not so much that you're guessing. I'll be honest with you. What you're doing is you're trying to come up with a way that you think this game will go, especially if it's like a veteran team against a team that has like guys that with lots to prove then and guys that are, then you sort of put money with on lots to prove. You go with the lots to prove. You go with the, these guys are going to sit out. These guys are going to play hard, like later into the game, you know, and especially too, if you think a team had a deep, good draft where some of those, you know, draft picks that are late, got have to get on the field and, and prove, then that's where you put your money. I, uh, my, and with all that, I'd still lose. I remember, uh, my, my the preseason, one of my memories that won't ever go away was, I believe, in 87. He's 87 or 88. The Falcons went 4-0 and in the preseason. And you got the game twisted. Oh, especially then. I was like 10, you know, and I was like, yo. And Gilbert Winfro, I'll never forget, Gilbert Winfro was, uh, was a black quarterback. And he played, obviously, uh, in most of those, in all of those games. Um, and he played great. And he was like throwing, I was like, hey, Gilbert Winfro, he need to start, you know. And uh we went. Uh, I think we went five and eleven. <laughs> that happens. But I, but I was like, hey, hey, look, we okay. We can go to the, like I had no idea that you know the bliss packages weren't in. I didn't. I'd have it. Yeah. Any. No, you just you're you're taking football at absolute face value. <laughs> yeah. I think that. Um, and Cle- I was I was excited every game every preseason game. I was you. I felt like it was the Super Bowl. I still get excited about preseason, but not the score. Just what I see. 
you no, know I mean, like, I would score. Yeah, like, we were, won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's that's just. I mean, you were young. <laughs> yes, you were like eleven, like like ten or eleven. I was like nine, ten, yeah. somewhere around there. And I yeah. was just, boy, I was going to school like, hey, hey. okay, now. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Cleveland is one of those teams that you know go out and kill it in uh, preseason and then go one for fifteen and Jeez. one, you know, or oh and sixteen and 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 um, you know, one of the things that. The Browns, who are uh, a topic on their show a lot, uh, the reason that they made the trade, the famous or infamous, depending on your side of it, trade to get Deshaun Watson is to change the culture because they changed a lot of players and they had, um, obviously they had some level of success under Baker Mayfield. They got to the playoffs, won their first playoff game in God knows how long, but that wasn't enough. And I give them credit for that. Like you can't stopped there and you had an issue with Baker and they made a move. I'm not, I don't have a problem with it, but then you went and got a guy that had a little dirt under his nails. And, uh, and, and now allegedly, allegedly. (laughs) And if you've lived under a rock, you're not realizing, or you don't realize that, uh, he's been accused 24 times of, uh, some sort of sexual misconduct with, um, masseuses and girls that he wanted to be his masseuse because he has a little, um, I'm going to put this delicately, but a little fetish with a little rub and tug on his... Uh, touch it. Yeah, go ahead. Touch it. Just touch it. <laughs> touch it. Can I turn Can I turn around, please? No, and then, he, and then he'd be like... One of the things he would do... Allegedly. He, one of the things he would do is just he get been the, charged. the smallest towel that he could get and put it over his junk and then just be like, you can take it off. Take it off. <laughs> but anyway... How do you... So what is he like laying them out like, oh, that was a little too big. Yeah. Was, okay, that, there you this go. is the size. So... So after a long summer of, um, well, this started last year, sits out all last year while this is being investigated criminally. Nothing came of it criminally. Um, two grand juries were um, Did not indict. put together. And um, that's a low, that set. That's, a, that's a low uh, bar. Like grand jury. Oh, yeah. Just a like preponderance it, of the evidence. Yeah. It's not like, um, you know, a, a beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah. No, so it's just like the bar there's, is very there's a low. reasonable like inference that you did this. he might have could have done it yeah all right and so and, then they indict and it's texas yes so you have a black man in texas that I, I they didn't indict for any reason i think they He's, tried to indict me the other day <laughs> i mean they might they probably should have <laughs> <laughs> um so they chose not to indict uh and then all went civil yes and, and, and so he been knocking them down there's one case left yeah so, well well, I actually, I'm of the belief that he handled it wrong. Because if you were going to settle, you could have settled last year. Sure. Got through a lot of it. Sure. Right? Um, but he was like, I'm Better gonna, late than never, though. But I'm going <laughs> to fight and prove my innocence. And I'm like, dude, we read the, we read the accounts. You, you're nuts. Like, okay, let's be clear. You're nuts, bro. <laughs> like, for real, whatever you're doing. Or, or maybe, you, okay, let me rephrase. You're a little freaky. And I guess we all have our thing, but you can't call 60 what is it 60 something different women off instagram to come give you the rub and tug on your stuff well it's a it's a numbers game you 60 if if six show up you won yeah but how many times you gonna go to the well so to speak hey i mean obviously he he went enough he was he was that was his well and it did not run And, and women were running out like like petrified and mortified i guess and um so it turned into um, 
a huge investigation by the NFL. And so if you don't know, when in 2020, they revamped um, how these things are adjudicated. It was collectively uh, bargained. It was collectively bargained that it would be a, um, what do you call it, a, uh, a arbitrator. Yeah, basically. Binding arbitrators. Yes. And so you ended up with this woman who did a full investigation. She was a uh, an attorney or judge. Or a judge, sort, a federal prosecutor. Federal, federal prosecutor. And ended up, based on their rule, saying that he gets six games. And the NFLPA, I guess they had a sense that this was going to go this way, said that they weren't going to appeal it. And we'll see. The, uh, the NFL has till Thursday. And, you know, Goodell has some sweeping powers but they have to be based on something. So I think this one might be over. And if that's if it is over, then it becomes a football issue, right? He's out six games. Of those six games, three of them are the Jets. Falcons. The Falcons and one other winnable game who I forget. And then it's three games that they'll probably lose Pittsburgh and New England and somebody yeah, else. Yeah, but, I mean, Pittsburgh is not a gimme. Uh, not with Trubisky I mean, playing. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But, yeah. but it's with a Trubisky. gimme with, with Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> because of the defense. I mean, Pittsburgh's defense will give him fits. I might, but, I mean, you know, uh, the Browns got a pretty good defense too. So, I think it, yeah. I think it'll be a comp- – and then, obviously, you know, that's a divisional game. It's yeah. going to be competitive, at least we hope. Um, but, but, but yes, but the great thing is, and this is the script that you can't write, um, he returns, you can't make this up against Baltimore. Like you can't script that. Yeah, better. That's going to be lit. That's going to be lit. Him be lit. against Lamar. Uh, Lamar, Lamar's playing for a contract. You know, it's a divisional game, you know. These guys, you know, I mean, come on, this, these guys, it's a lot of fire. And, 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 you know, when, when I, when I did our, uh, my, the, the post today on IG, you know, I was looking at this and I saw the amount of money that, uh, he was going to lose, which was six game checks, $345,000. And I was like, man, he's, well, he, that's not he's six, winning. That's not six game checks. It's, it's like when it's all said and done and calculated based upon what he Basically paid last year and this year. Like by the time they did the calculation, it's six games. But that wouldn't be because three hundred forty-five thousand dollars with his salary wouldn't add up to three hundred. Well, his base salary is a million bucks. It's a million dollars. So all that's bonus money. Yes, that's how they structured the deal. Forty-six million was a bonus. Really? Yes. So he so he's not losing. So the way that they structured the deal is paragraph forty-two in his contract. Paragraph 42 basically says it's non-voidable even if he's suspended for the entire year. So it's non-voidable and the the uh and and the uh the suspension basically the money's going to come from the the bonus money's untouchable. There it so, is. So so they did it they did their job. Um the agent, the lawyers, oh my they did their they did their their job and as someone who's from that world I I commend them. This is tricky. This is a tricky situation because you do have women's issues um, of, you know, this is this is a akin to me too. There's a lot of, there's misconduct here for sure on behalf of uh, Deshaun, if not criminal. It's not criminal, but it doesn't, excuse me, it doesn't mean there's no misconduct. So um, you have to figure out how to deal with this because if you're the NFL, you can't slap on the wrist. Um, because then you're going to get a lot of backlash and you're going to get a lot of backlash anyway. And the reality is this, I was going to say this to you and I called you earlier and you didn't pick up when I called you, but 
they could have said it's two years, and the same people who are mad about the six games have been like, it wasn't enough. Well, and I think, and I think, I think you have to be careful here if you're Roger Goodell, just from 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 for the optics. A woman said six games. Yeah. So if, I think you can't win for losing because if you come behind a woman <laughs> and you say, "Nah, you messed up," you know, and give him a year, which I, that's why I think he just lays low because they thought he had too much power anyway. This was collectively bargained. Because like like the 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 women are basically mad. you gonna be mad at another woman? Well, a federal prosecutor she the one gave him the sixth game. Well, his but his sweeping powers are not necessarily about uh, going against the ruling. It's about I have the power to add on for the good of the game. So it's not like it's not like he would be going. So oh, you don't I think don't. that's undermining her? Her well, ruling. I, 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 and because I don't know exactly, I have a a, a friend of mine that who's an attorney who calls me on this stuff all the time and tells me the legality of it. So Alec, uh, you'll call me and school me on this again, but they have to accept her findings, but he still has some power to go. I can legislate. He can do that. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't, but that's not, it's clearly won't be, like to negate what she's done, it's to add on. But I believe based on one he believes is in the good of the game. She, uh, the 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 um the special investigator said that it lacked evidence, and so well clearly that's, if it did, that's too. And so what? What yeah. the evidence? The 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 NFL was pushing for a year, and Deshaun's team was pushing for no games. So it looks like she just met in the middle. So to but speak. and I think if you've been following this, it's kind of like we all knew it was going to end up there anyway. It just took a really long, you know, we call that going around the mountain to get across the street. It was going to be six to eight games. It didn't need all this to be six or eight games. Basically, like you could look at this and go, "This is going to be six to eight games." But I think okay, if you're going to be mad, like I don't think you can be mad at Roger Goodell. I don't think you can be mad at the process. Oh, if you wanted to be mad at the special investigator, there were two grand juries that could have indicted. If, the, if so, if there was. That's that's to me. That's where that's who you should be mad at. You shouldn't be mad at Roger. Like this was a criminal. This was a criminal uh, investigation, investigation. Yeah. that two grand juries in the state of Texas decided not to uh, indict. So that's to me. That's where your anger should be. It can't. I mean, he's at and what they're trying to do. You know, at at in the NFL, protect the shield. So they're gonna they're gonna try to reprimand him, but they're reprimanding him for. I mean, if if this was a regular job and you don't get there's no criminal charges there's nothing that happens to you and so being that you're in you're in you're in the nfl and it's a pr thing you know yeah, but 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 the pr thing is real the the, the thing that makes it it's tricky, real but he's he's he ain't been convicted of nothing that, that man has no criminal record the thing that makes it tricky for the nfl from a pr standpoint and i think when you have a seven billion or eight billion dollar business pr matters because you're talking about sponsors you're talking about people who can lean on things that really affect the money. The right? bread, yeah. So um, the issue here is that they've had their problems with adjudicating issues pertaining to women. And, you know, going back to Ray Rice, you know, beat, you know, two-game suspension, when they knew what happened, then when the video gets leaked and they add to it, and then, Basically then, indefinitely. He, then, and then yeah. he's blackballed, even yeah. though it was six more games, he's blackballed out of league and you never see him again because it would be a PR nightmare to bring the guy who smacked his wife or his girl at the time and then ultimately end up being his wife uh, on camera. Then you, you know, there's, and there's, that's one of a bunch that they've kind of fumbled. So to understand Goodell's position, 
again, my word is you have to understand the context of how he has to make a decision because his PR is tied to all those other things. And and those come in when you have to make the decision. Now, he's gonna it's gonna be a lot of hand wringing, but when it's all said and done, it's gonna be six games. And his job, and you're right, his job is ultimately just to make money for the NFL. That, yeah. That's his job. Yeah. So so if it's if it's gonna make or maintain the cash flow, yeah, then it'll be more games. If there's not, if there's if he doesn't see that net tangible benefit, yeah. then and they got they got a TV deal. It's a lot of things that are hanging in the balance. I wouldn't want his job, but this is why he makes like thirty five or forty million dollars oh, yeah, yeah. a year. So, um, the one thing I would say though, like from a football perspective, it helps Cleveland to understand sort of how they have to survive this. I think if they go three and three in those six, I think that's a huge win. They have three winnable games. You could look at Pittsburgh as a possible win. So they could go four and two. They could go two and four. But if they can get three and three. Uh, and then with Deshaun coming back and if they stay healthy defensively, you know, like this is a team that's going to be um, like, I would say you have to be dealt with because it's a, a huge upgrade at quarterback. And so all of a sudden now you have a guy that's, I mean, assuming he's, you know, plays like he's always played. You, you got a two top, years, you got a top five, yeah. you have a top five quarterback. But he's going to be knocking off some rust. And I, yeah. I think that game is going to be a loss for Cleveland, just not not based on Deshaun's ability. Talk about but when his, he comes back? Yeah, but, I mean, his ability to to just adjust to everything. You know, I mean, that's a long time. I mean, he's missed 23 total games. Yeah. And that's a long – that's a very long time. So, yeah. we'll, I'll just say, you know, I said this earlier, Deshaun is just lay low. Yeah. No, you just lay low. Yeah, no more. I mean, come on, now, no more massages, freak boy. <laughs> like no, like no, like no massages. <laughs> like no massages. I don't care. Just go by a sharper ba- image. Get that little gun. Yeah, <laughs> just do yourself. Just do whatever you can reach on your own body with the thing, with <laughs> yeah. the little jackhammer yeah, thing. Just use that. That's just you. That's you just it. this is you by yourself in the ice tub. I don't want no women rubbing on you. Zero. Or or, or let him just be some a man then. Let a man massage you. <laughs> I know that ain't what you used to. <laughs> Give it a shot. They hey, put your clothes strong on. Strong hands. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um also in the NFL news, um, I don't know well, I don't know if you saw this because normally this is the type of thing you would call me about because it was such a uh it was sort of racially tinged, and I know you you be <laughs> <laughs> focused on this, but uh Kyler Murray signed for like two hundred and thirty million himself or whatever the number was, a significant amount of money, but they added a clause that said he had to study his playbook or study game film four hours a week. Independently. Independently in order – and then failure to do so could jeopardize the the uh, guaranteed money in the deal. And they and then they subsequently removed it. They removed it because there was a lot of backlash that was racially tinged. But I, I'll tell you like this, and I said this to, to one of my boys that was like, this, is, this would never happen to a white quarterback and the whole nine. And, and I said, listen, man, he signed that deal. He did sign it. And if there's just two things, if he didn't know that it was in there, shame on you, shame on your uh, agent and your attorney. But I think you did know. And I think you knew why they put it in there. And if they, if this is the type of thing that they're hanging on you, that's really bad, bro. That's really bad. If this, if there's any truth to that, and it has to be because you signed it. Yeah. I think, well, from what I understand, you know, what I, he's not the hardest worker. I think that's that's come well, out, and yeah. you know when you whenever you put a clause in that, like, hey man, you you got to study for the job, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's that's so I didn't I didn't feel, I do I do feel like maybe there was some 
on on the surface it looks like that. But if the if the if nothing's in there for Lamar, if nothing is in there yeah. for Russell Wilson, it's like fifteen black quarterbacks <laughs> yeah. that don't have this. So yeah. you don't. The <laughs> argument that this is racial just doesn't hold, right? And so yeah, I'm like, hey man, you know, just just go ahead and get your lesson. You know what I mean? Get your lesson. Yeah, and <laughs> and here's the thing about Kyler. Kyler. They should have did that for Vic. When he was in Atlanta. And Jamarcus. Yeah, that, that, I got a bunch of guys they could have had. They could have should have had that for Trubisky. <laughs> like, like, for real? Trubisky, Jamarcus Russell, like, like Vic. Like, there's a lot of guys that I know you don't play the game like you studied the playbook. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know what's going you on You don't be here. watching no film, do you? You don't. <laughs> You just out here. Vic said them, them game field, them tapes were stacking up in his back seat. <laughs> wow. That hurt my feelings. Yeah. That hurt me. You know how hard I used to ride for number seven, man. I was like, really, bro? You just, that's what you. Can you imagine if, and I, I don't know if we ever said I'm this still on the show. Can you imagine if they gave him the offense that they gave Lamar? Oh, man. Ooh. Yeah, that would be. I mean, they kind of tried to a little bit well, with Ward Dunn, the read not, option a little bit. I mean, it, but it's not. But what but they do is not yeah. just read option. Well, yeah, but but Jim Moore is not the coach that Harbaugh is. No. And and I give I give the Ravens well, a defense, ton of credit. And they and they brought in I'm sorry, I don't want to go back. Well, Greg Knapp. This is that's the antithesis of the offense that Vic should have been running. Yeah. Sorry. I no no one cares about that. Yeah, but I'm saying if like just give him that, you know, sort of run the ball, but kind of run run one read, two reads, you know, have the field type vibes. Uh, I think it, he would have been, been awesome. Yeah, he I mean, would have done Yeah, something. but I mean, you know, I think Lamar actually studies film, though, so maybe. No, I think Lamar has. Maybe not. <laughs> I, you listen, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to remix. I wasn't um, one of the people who believed that he was going to be, that his game would translate to the NFL. And I think, you know, certain teams he'd have gone to that were not, that were not willing to craft a system for him, it would have exposed that. But I think he's more than proven that not only can you win with him, but I think you can dominate. Now, with that said, he has to prove that in the playoffs. He has not got it done. His playoffs, playoff performances have been soft at best. But league like MVP a, though. But a league MVP and a, a constant threat to win like to win games, to just win a regular season games. So you can't get to you have to get to the tournament first. He's pretty good at getting his team to the tournament. Like last year they had the most injuries in like 19 or 20 years and they were still like at some point still knocking I think, on the door. I think for the Ravens it just gets worse and worse right you watch Deshaun who you know he's like I'm a league MVP I've never been in trouble and you got Deshaun who's been in all sorts of trouble get a record breaking deal and then yeah. Kyler comes out and he gets his deal and yeah. like and so the number just keeps yeah it just going keeps going up. up and they're not gonna get a like I think we uh we learned this with the Dakota uh Prescott deal they're not gonna get it's just, it just, he's just gonna keep getting market value. There's not gonna be a hometown discount, right? Right. There's there not. Be. There, there shouldn't be. Absolutely, should particularly be. for the way that he. Like, I, can I, and I would use that. I'd be like, you see the way that I play. Exactly. Okay. I, if you want me to play like that and not think about, you know, injury. If you want me to play, you know, carefree and not have to worry about, you know, somebody rolling my my knee or my ankle. I need a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. And let's just go out. Let's go out and win a Super Bowl. And hopefully they learned from what happened with Dallas because I think Dallas was I don't know I'm not gonna say they were hoping that something happened that led them to believe that he wasn't worthy of the contract you know it's kind of a weird position when you're the team because on one hand you don't want to pay him the money because you haven't paid it and then 
which means by de facto, you're like rooting for him to not be successful. So you have leverage to come back and go. And you're rooting for the backup to be, to just go out and kill it. <laughs> yeah. And, and so when uh, Dak got hurt, he had had like three 500 yard games yes, or something yeah, yeah. crazy he was like that. It. Yeah. So he, he left on a high it. note. He and then the the quarterback, I think it was Andy Dalton or somebody that came Dalton, behind him. And then him. they had the other third string guy. Yeah, got his name. And uh, they all just stunk up the joint. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that was every time they stunk, it just added more to his deal. And I just you know, I think they, I think the Ravens should learn something from the Cowboys. Pay that man his money. Sure. And let's, and then, and then and another thing, he's in camp. He's yeah. in camp. Yeah. He's not holding out. They don't pay you to be there. He's no. there for free right now. Yeah. And be, he would be well um, justified in not showing up. Sure. <laughs> sure. Right? So he's there. He's Y'all doing what I know he what I'm going to do when I get there. I just I get this check right, then <laughs> I'm going to pull up on you. So I give him a lot of credit uh, for that. Um, also in the news, uh, in NBA news and sad news, uh, the NBA loses a legend in uh, Bill Russell, the the original champ, the OG champ, the guy most associated with winning, the greatest winner uh, in the history of basketball with those old Celtics teams, I believe um, eight in a row, 11 overall, something else. Eight in a row. Now, they was beating the same eight teams, yes. but that's neither here nor there. Yes. You know, and I, but I think I think the, the part about Bill Russell as I was prepping for the show is you, fa- you really found out, or at least for me anyway, like the the hatred that the city of Boston had for his his black skin, um, and you know Bill Russell always maintained, and I didn't know this that he never played for Boston. He played for the Celtics. Yeah, and he drew that distinction. You know, when, even when they retired his jersey in '72, he he said the only way he would do it is if it was a private ceremony. Yeah, I did not know that. He said that Boston, the city of Boston is a flea market of racism. Mm-hmm. And it especially was, in those days. So it was just, and then even up until now, Mark is smart, you know, saying that, you know, it's still very hard some days, some some games to, to, play, to play there. Um, and obviously we know about the racism that, um, you know, with the Boston Red Sox and they were the last team to integrate. Yeah. Uh, 12 years after Jackie Robinson. Yeah. So I didn't. I 12 didn't, years is a whole career. I didn't know. I just didn't know that it was that, contentious you know between him and the way that he felt about the city that he played in so um they're the legends the legend is i I tell you when you text me i say yeah he's in the he's in the real finals now he's you know yeah um it's sad because i think we lost one of the guys who weren't just oh i'm a player on the court you know he played in the league when the money wasn't so big uh where it kept your mouth shut you know, he was one of the guys along with Jim Brown and sure. Arthur Ashe that spoke out about uh, civil rights and the issues of the day. He wasn't afraid to risk anything. And, and I think he ended up having a really good relationship. I can't speak to this. There's other guys, you know, the Boston guys uh, that, you know, sports writers and historians can speak to this. But him and Red Arback had a really good relationship. Red really liked him from what I understand. And they had a good understanding despite the things that I think him and his teammates knew that him and the other black players on the team were going through. Yeah. Um, and you know, the, he, he was consistently out front. He spoke against the segregation in the schools in Boston. Uh, the FBI had an open file on him. They called him an arrogant Negro that would not sign autographs for young white children. It was like, I, I had no idea that the FBI was following, you know, Bill Russell. Like I, I just, I had no clue 
that he was that he had that relationship with the city and that he was you know that that but i guess the fbi was opening up files on anyone that was trying to sure i guess you know have and i, I think civil rights is i always say civil rights is like just the minimum you know yeah but like, um but i think i think and not to to go too far down the public i mean too far down the political realm but it's kind of like we see it today um you know it's it's interesting how sort of when time as time goes by society main i'll call it mainstream society tends to try to do what i would call a remix on how they what their relationship is to these issues when black lives matter comes out it's like oh it's a racist organization it's this and that and they're teaching hate and divide and all of that and if you go back and you just open a book or you open a file at a library you realize the exact same things were said about the people who stood up for civil rights at that time. Yeah. FBI investigations. Oh, it's dividing the country. It's, you know, they're 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 militant, they're dangerous, and it's all those things. And we're getting that same thing today. It's like where it's like it's whether it's critical race theory or whatever, we have these buzzwords that get everybody worked up. And then as you know, 20, 30 years down the line, they go, oh, they were these and everybody tries to do the remix. But the reality of it is those guys were living through a lot of the same stuff that athletes have to live through today. The only difference is some of these guys, and I just think, I don't know why, every time I think about guys making a lot of money, I think of Otto Porter. Like, <laughs> Otto Porter is making a lot of money, and he's not even that good. Uh, and the good guys are making a ton of money. And so that soothes some of the stuff when you talk about a guy like Marcus Smart experiencing that. In Boston, it's like, you know, his 25 or 30 million, whatever he's making per year helps him to be able to manage. Yeah, he moved. Uh, uh, Russell moved immediately after his last after, that year after after he uh, played his last game. He moved immediately. Who did? Uh, Bill Russell. Oh, Bill Russell. Yeah. Out of, out of, and never. And, well, I would say never return, but only return for a certain occasion. And I heard I don't know if this is true or not. I, I probably should have done more homework on this guy. But because uh, he was, again, a legend. Because it was a legend before my time, and I'm actually low-key old, but I never got a chance to see him play. But I heard that he didn't even attend the his induction into the Hall of Fame. Because I think that doesn't – I'm pretty sure that's in Springfield, Massachusetts. Yeah, he. I mean, look, I mean, this is a guy who, you know, he would be out, and he had his home vandalized. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, they defecated in his bed, yeah. sprayed the N-word yeah, that, all that over story, the walls. Yeah, that story is legendary. Like, I mean – it, and, and, and that is like that is tough because you feel like right winning it, 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 at least for, the, for that if you if you're a part of that you're you're one of the main guys you know that are part of a winning organization and championship you feel like at, le- at least you know you why you're why you're in your prime that you would be above that for a moment right but, but he was not right you know and I think that um to me is pretty heartbreaking. Right. Uh, you know, cause you, you, all you hear is, you know, when you read about his story is like, man, they really did not mess with you while you were. No, like, it, no, like, I mean, and his teammates, his to, teammates let him down. Yeah. And, and I, I've seen, I don't think we talked about this on a previous uh, podcast that Bob, Cousy, I've seen Bob Cousy more recently in an interview, literally break down on like, just from the point of view of going, I, I, I should have done more. And I should have been there for my teammates. And it's like, you know, it was kind of the way things were done. Not that that's a, it's not an excuse to me, but it's kind of like my point is we're kind of seeing the same thing today. Like as much as things we think things have changed, only the money's changed, not the sensibility. Right. Um, before we get out of here. Rest I got, in peace. 
rest in peace, Bill. Like you listen, these guys stand on your shoulders and um, you know, you don't measure everything in money. Um, you are a legend and they're me- they're gonna measure you through accomplishment, what you did with that team and you led that team. And I think Bill is one of those guys and like I know a lot of these young dudes is out here like, oh, plumbers and this and the third. Bill Russell could have played today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could have played today. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, one last thing I want to revisit before we get out of here is one of the one of our show's favorites, um, the coldest to ever do it, Crawford has locked in a nil de- NIL name and image and likeness deal. Um, so we brought him up. He was a top recruit. He ended up at Nebraska. His parents named him Dakota. His mama. His mama. His mama. Middle name to ever do to it. To ever do it. Dakota's D-E-C-O-L-D-E-S-T. Tell, tell us about this name, image, and likeness deal that he signed. He signed with SOS, uh, Heating and Cooling. Uh, <laughs> so it's an HVAC company and uh, basically like if anybody knows cool it's the coldest it's the coldest <laughs> it's the coldest so I, I I mean I think it's just amazing you know I think he, it's genius he was a, uh, he's from Louisiana he was originally committed to uh, to LSU and followed the receivers coach uh, who got okay I was wondering at, how did he end up he followed he said in he, Lincoln Nebraska he said he followed the guy who coached Justin Jefferson and uh, you know, all the, you know, Jamar Chase. Yeah, the, like, the only problem with that is Justin Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase had this guy by the name of Joe Burrow. That's right. Who was throwing him the football. And they don't have a Joe Burrow. I think Martinez is about to have his 12th season as quarterback. Is he coming back? Man, I, I, he might be. <laughs> Martinez, has been, Martinez has been a quarterback in Nebraska since 89. And I think he transferred in there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think he he had come from somebody else. But, I, you know, I was also thinking, like, if the coldest, if he get to the league, he could do, like, you know, like when he's an adult, like the coldest malt liquor. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he can do – and the cool thing about him is he can do mainstream and urban because he can do the coldest malt liquor and then, like, the coldest frosty brew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he can get both. It quenches my hot thirst <laughs> when I drank it. Right. The coldest malt liquor bowl. And it, it pops open. You know, it's got the little sound effect and the little foam at the top. No, but shout out, shout out to that kid, man. Like – this is what branding and marketing is all about. I think this is what name, image, and likeness is all about. Boy, if, because here's the thing. You're not going to go looking for a Nebraska Husker game. But now I will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check out the coldest. Because I want the coldest to get on the field. I don't, I know he's a freshman. I hope he gets the return kicks or gets out there and plays or whatever. I guess if he was an LSU uh, uh, caliber player, then he should probably be able to oh, step no, he on gonna, He should start day yeah, one. Yeah, he should step on it. Especially at that time. Because I think they still recruiting flankers. They call them flankers. <laughs> they do call them flankers out there. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would love to be able to sit here and go, no, they don't. <laughs> but flankers. I think they do. And, 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 and their flanker had to leave. Uh, Wondell Robinson had to leave and go to Kentucky and had an amazing season. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember the last time Nebraska had a legitimate quarterback. I mean, without going oh, back to, like, man. Tommy Frazier and guys like that. Well, boy, and the Scott Frost. Scott Ross was a guy. I guess he was pretty good. Kid, he won the Heisman. Kid man. Frost. Yeah, man. Yeah. He, he had this. Yeah, he no, had, he could he could lose. He was the coldest. He Scott was, Ross. yeah. Scott Frost was the, <laughs> he was the, the coldest. coldest. Scott Frost. Yo, that's pretty wild, yo. Kid Frost. That's how you used to call him Kid Frost. Kid Frost. Um, nah, that was but, a Hispanic rapper from L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah Kid Frost. Um, this well, is for La Raza. <laughs> was that his record? Yeah, yeah. Because I knew the record, but and I knew Kid Frost, but I didn't yeah. know that was This is why I promoted it. <laughs> he was really? signed to uh, Relativity. 
That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kid Frost. Kid Frost. Hey, shout out to Kid Frost. Wherever you are. You didn't, you hey, are. when you tune in to this podcast, you don't know. Hey, if <laughs> any you? of our listeners know Kid Frost, like, like, let him know. We tell him, man. We, hey, tell him, hey, man, we checking for you, boy. Yeah, yeah we, we checking for you. Him out. and the Booyah Tribe. Were they, were you, you promoted them as well? No, no, I oh. didn't. I just remember oh, they were from, from like, I mean, they had the, man, they were cholos for real. Oh, really? Yeah, they had the long hair. And you remember the Booyah Tribe? I don't. Oh, my gosh. I saw them. You on, were way more into rap than I was. Well, they, they no, you couldn't miss them when it came on uh, Arsenio Hall show. Oh, okay. I didn't know what I was seeing. I had never seen like you know uh mexican i believe they were mexican uh mexican hip-hop gangsters i had never mm. seen that before you know so they were they had the the shirts with button, oh button up but it was loose with, right yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah man it was a whole That's a you know you, you you're actually looking at a culture and i and i i, yeah. I, I hadn't been yeah unless you're on the west coast i think the the people on the west coast are a little bit yeah more i was in decatur georgia like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well again i'm gonna quickly reiterate to please like subscribe get the notifications on our youtube channel Thank you for your support as always. Check us on our um, on our uh, social media across all platforms at Statlines Matter, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. And also, please go find our audio podcast on any place you get your podcast from. So um, for this week, another great week. We're excited to get into football. We got some great announcements that are coming soon. Uh, but until then. My partner, Rob Hunter, I am Mark Stewart, and this is Stat Lines Matter. Bad boy. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my... Say it to my face. I ain't come for games. Say it to my face. Say it to my... Say it to my face.